here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Hi there. Rob McCarran here. Welcome to Shake Them Ropes. This is an unplanned open to the show uh, because I have to warn you. Very excited about this week's Shake Them Ropes. Jeff and I record for an hour talking all things WWE TV from this week. Mixed match challenge. I take down Brad Shepard. We give a full and the most comprehensive preview for Wrestle Kingdom 12 you'll ever hear all on this episode of Shake Them Ropes. Very excited to get this uploaded and to you through your various podcast platforms. And as I was editing, I discovered that I had my microphone audio too high from a previous recording I was doing, and it didn't fit quite into the mixer very well. So my audio on this episode is a little distorted, unfortunately. I'm releasing this because I don't think it's completely unlistenable. Um, I hope you don't mind it too bad. Jeff's audio is fine. Jeff's great. Jeff's perfect. He's the golden child. Can do no wrong. Uh, but I sound a bit distorted. Uh, so maybe go into it with your your mic, your uh, headphones maybe down just a little bit. Audio down just a little bit. Kind of ease yourself into it. Um, I, I apologize for the audio not being great on this show. If you decide not to listen to it, I can't blame you. All I can say is I think this is one of the better shows we've done recently. Really fun uh, back and forth. So I hope if you do listen to it, you enjoy it and you find that it was worth your time. Uh, Thanks for listening to Shake Them Ropes. Catch us on Twitter at Shake Them Ropes. Catch Jeff at Crap Game 13. Support our sponsor this week, SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app. Get 20 bucks off your first ticket purchase. Free money to go to the concert or WWE event of your choosing. Uh, so download the SeatGeek app, use promo code STR for 20 bucks off. Enjoy this week's Shake Them Ropes. Thanks for listening, and a happy new year to all of you. Best host, Rob McCarran. Best voice, Jeff Hawkins. Podcast of the year, Shake Them Ropes. Oh, don't make me blush. New year, new Shake Them Ropes. Shake Them Ropes number 248. My name is Jeff Hawkins. I do the host show over at Fightful.com. In addition to this, my host is always Rob McCarron, co-founder of Voices of Wrestling. Hi, Rob. Oh, I wouldn't say I was a co-founder. I thought you were. No, I was not a co-founder. At one time, I was a co-editor ah. and a co-owner. I was not a founder. I came okay. way after the game had started already. Oh, fuck it. Let's, oh, sorry. <laughs> let's just start over. No, let's keep going. Uh, okay. I'm going to start because it's a new year, so we're going to try something new. It's a new year, everybody. Happy uh, New Year. Welcome back. 
Rob has gathered supplies because he's getting ready for Winter Storm Fest 2018. Oh my I know. I, I was worried I would have to do certain things tomorrow because tomorrow we are supposed to get like a whole lot of snow. And uh, no, it started early tonight. So everybody, everybody complaining about snow can just stop because it just gives you an excuse to watch Russell Kingdom. That's all it is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Russell Kingdom is tonight. Uh, heavy WWE. Uh, participation between yeah. uh, between who I like to call Jeff the three C's of WWE. Do you know who those three C's are? Uh, Chris Jericho. That's one. Cody Rhodes. That's two. And you've left off the most obvious one, so go ahead and say it. Camacho. The three C's <laughs> of WWE. We got a we got a lot going on here uh, with Wrestle right, Kingdom let- coming tonight. Yeah, let me let me start. I want to. Um, I've been accused of being very negative at times on this show. What? Perhaps no, overly so. That is false. So to start off this new year, and a new us. Okay. Somewhat, not yeah. really, but okay. Right. What was your favorite thing in WWE this week, Rob? My favorite thing in WWE this week. Interesting. Uh, this was a rather slow week. Um. I thought the ending to uh nope, we gotta be positive. Gotta be positive going up here. Yes, uh, you get you get the positive up top and then we can be negative later. I like the main event. I like Elias singing with the Miztourage. I like the crowd popping for the Miz's return next week because he's a legit star. And okay. uh the club. The club is finally a club. My favorite thing in WWE this week was the campaigns of Xavier Woods. Yes, that was good. And in English. Yeah. Those campaign videos on social media. For US I, That's what I want on TV, Rob. Yeah. If you are not in the main events of things and talking smack and doing kind of the Miz type promos we've seen on social media and being angry and stuff, mm-hmm. I want this kind of creativity. You remember when NXT about two years ago, we thought it's basically an art school. It's like art yeah. camp with oh, wrestlers. Sure. Absolutely. This is what that is. This is the kind of creativity I want to see as opposed to, you know, marketing slogan meets marketing slogan up next. You know, that <laughs> kind of stuff. You know, that kind of thing. I, I don't want that. This makes people interesting. And man, did I love every moment of this. I loved it, the Xavier sure. Woods opening one. Man. And then just the simple sit down in the chair of Aiden English. Going, I mean, campaign videos are great. And you, as a man who has made promises that you don't keep. Excuse me? Have to love, you know, well, there's this thing involving a hat that I keep hearing about. You have to love these types of videos as well. Yeah. No, I, I when Xavier Woods came out with the first one on Twitter, I was like, yeah, that's interesting. Because you had Baron Corbin and The Miz in their program uh, doing these online Twitter and Instagram promos against each other. And it was great. Uh, we've had this uh, with Xavier, obviously, and Aiden English for the U.S. title. I thought that was very fun. And then someone else did it. Mojo Raleigh did a very intriguing yeah. promo on Twitter. Oh, that was great. The one that, that led into uh, the last pay-per-view where he's in the basement with his – he's just saying, you don't understand, Zach. This ain't toys. This ain't no game. I'm going to end you. Yes, I loved it. I would, I would much rather have Broken Matt and Bray Wyatt doing all of their shtick on social media instead of doing it on raw, like leave the ambi- the, uh, ambiguous stuff to, uh, to raw and have these wacky, crazy social media promos. That'll get people talking. That's, that's how the woken Matt and the broken Matt character got 
popular anyway. It wasn't because people were watching Impact Wrestling. They were seeing what Woken Matt and Broken Matt was doing online. They were they were watching the segments online on social media or on YouTube later. They weren't watching the show. So I, I would like a lot of this stuff to continue online and then let them do their TV stuff for the TV audience, but maybe keep it into, uh, into wrestling or or uh, backstage promos where they can do their scripted stuff and let the fun stuff happen on social media and then let it bleed into the TV. The problem is we do all this creative stuff on social media, then they never let it bleed into TV. They never exactly. reference it. They just ignore exactly. it. Exactly. Or, or, or they, well, or they, they allude to it on commentary this week on social media. So-and-so right. said something. It's like, then why do I watch the I show? Wanna, yeah. Why don't you put this on? Just do it. And my fear is now, if all the fun stuff they, is on social media, what the fuck? Yeah, that that and about, just about what you were mentioning about Woken Matt. I think they've gotten cold feet about this. And all they're going to do is this dumb Matt laughing gimmick with whatever avid right. effects you could get. Well, that's and the funny just, part to this. And then he just comes in and, and, and Bray just knocks him out. <laughs> Boom, one shot, and that's it. That's what we got for Woken Matt. That's the funny part to Vince is Matt Hardy doing that laugh. Like, oh, I could watch this all day long doesn't care about the wrestling. Matt Hardy can't wrestle anymore. doesn't yeah, care about the, anything else. It, it's the one thing that, that, that makes him laugh that he can kind of feel superior about. It, it, it's the Cesaro with the mouthpiece thing, which all of a sudden disappeared this week. You know, it, it, it's see what's the goofy thing about you that I'm going to laugh at. And I'm just going to keep hitting that over and over and over again. Right. I mean, yes. Woken Matt Hardy is here. <laughs> Never thought it would happen, but it's not the same Woken Matt you guys liked. And I and I question so far. Well, so, so far, far they're, they're, I mean, they're, what, they're, what comes next? Him actually wrestling? No one likes that. No, but we want to. I mean, I think we want the videos. We want the compound videos. Okay. And I don't know if we're. I mean, we have we have four weeks still. We have four weeks till the rumble. It's got to lead to something in the rumble, right? I mean, not not at the rumble event itself, but I mean, just these vignettes mm. or something. Ooh. Are we just gonna get? Are we just gonna get four weeks of Matt with? various wacky effects put to his face and him doing the goofy laugh. Yeah. I mean, maybe they wrestle at elimination chamber. Maybe somehow like I'm starting to get cold feet. I don't even wrestling thing. I just want to know, are we going to get something more than just Matt cutting a promo on the screen? Well, let me ask you this, Jeff, how long have the fashion files segments been going on? (laughs) Well, uh, well, they haven't been going for the last month or so. Because they kind of ended once the Bludgeon Brothers appeared. They've been doing right, but still, that that promo and that segment went on for about three months, and really nothing got accomplished. Right. I can see Matt Hardy going forever with this. Okay. I mean, you might maybe he wrestles at Elimination Chamber. Maybe it's not in the Chamber match, but at some point he wrestles Bray Wyatt. I do um, think it was incorrect for Bray to be scared by it. I think he should be more annoyed by it than anything. Yeah. And hell, maybe they're. <laughs> Remember, this is the special attraction match for the 205 Live Tour. You remember that thing? That thing's still oh. happening. <laughs> Have we added gold dust to the 205 Live Tour? Probably. Are we going to get uh, R-Truth and bet. Rich Swan eventually dancing with one another? Because that's that's what it seems the, 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 the hook is, is they're going to put guys that are basically afterthoughts on Raw on 205 Live, and they're still going to get bigger pops than anybody on 205 Live. Right. 
We got uh, we got more to talk about. The road to the Royal Rumble continues. We're going to talk about uh, this Wrestle Kingdom just because there's so much of a WWE <laughs> influence on this show. Uh, we had a question last week on Twitter that I want to get into uh, booking disappointments, and I want to go even further with that. Just stuff that uh, we would have liked to have seen happen, or what we want to see happen in 2018 uh, that uh, that hopefully happens, but may not. Or I want to ad- I want to address something because there was the request for well, Shake Them Ropes Theater. Yes, we will address that. We will address that as well. We will address that as well. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about mixed match challenge as we get more uh, teams announced for this one. Uh, That that starts in a couple of weeks around the time the uh, 205 live tour. Um, But before we get into the heart of Shake Them Ropes 248, I want to remind everyone out there about SeatGeek, Mm -hmm. concert tickets, WWE tickets, comedians, bands, whatever you want to go see there. Buying tickets, you know, can be complicated, but there's a better way to buy, and that's with the SeatGeek and SeatGeek app. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get your tickets to every type of live event, whether you're searching for the last-minute deal, planning a night out, or just need to find the perfect gift for somebody. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. You got WrestleMania coming up. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you have to go on right now before they're all sold out. You got to watch that main event of Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. You got to watch that main event of Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles. That's right. I am confirming Shinsuke versus AJ. Don't hold me to that, though. Anyway, SeatGeek <laughs> and the SeatGeek app. You got to download it right now on Android, iOS. Get it on your tablet. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals for every type of ticket from sports to concerts to comedy and theater. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code STR today, and you can save $20 off your first purchase. That's right. Mm -hmm. Our listeners to Shake Them Ropes get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase by downloading the SeatGeek app and entering promo code STR today. That's promo code STR for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Make it happen. Right now, guys, you got to try this. You're giving, we're giving you 20 bucks, 20 bucks to go to the, uh, to the concert this summer that you want. Go watch the final, uh, you know, the warp tour is ending. Jeff, were you ever down with the warp tour? I had friends that did a warped tour like at one time, like a band, like they were in the warp tour. Yeah. They were a band. I wonder, I don't I don't remember if they had uh, comedians at the warp tour. I don't, I can't remember. No, no, this this was a band who did kind of a Irish punk type of gimmick. Uh, I gotcha. The Irish punk um, deal was pretty popular for a time where there, wasn't it? Yeah. Although, uh, although, if you want to take that 20 bucks and give it to the Voices of Wrestling Patreon, or you know what, I, I, I've decided we're going to have a Shake Them Ropes Patreon. Yes. Oh, you've decided it, this, huh? Yeah. We're we gonna, should. And it's, it's, they're going to pay us to do less content. There you go. Like, like. If we get a certain amount every month, we'll cut the show to a half hour. Yeah. And then, like, if we get another level, like, you don't show up. And, like, if we get to a third level, dead air. And then they have all the time they want to listen to Joe and Rich. There you go. <laughs> that's a that's an interesting idea. I'll have to take that under advisement. Uh, Shake the most Patreon, man. Just think of all the riches we would have. Pay us to go away. That's what. That, no. That's the stuff. I don't want. I don't want that. <laughs> We're doing the opposite gimmick of Voices of Wrestling, where they want to produce more for people. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Baseball season's coming up, guys. 
I don't care. I'm so excited. Oh, we're getting it. We're finally in 2018. We are less than two months away. You need to shut your hole because we are in the midst of the football playoffs, sir, which is the best time of the year. Yeah, I hear the town of Buffalo is real happy about you and your team. We, they are the only ones who have ever been happy with me and my team. Um, back to the WWE, sir. WWE. Uh, yeah, not a lot. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about this. I mean, just in general here, I am thinking not a lot's going on this week. Uh, maybe I'm incorrect. Maybe you will enlighten me. What did you think about WWE TV this week? I, was it exciting television for you? I thought SmackDown was at least interesting. I don't know if it was good. I liked it better than Raw. Just because they tried some things. I don't know if they worked. Like the whole... (laughs) The referee has come to the decision that he's seen the error of his ways. So he is going to restart the match. Wait, what? We just did a gimmick on, on SmackDown about the ref's decision being final. And two weeks later, it's... Well, now the ref can change his mind. Right, well... Great. Playing devil's advocate. Come on, referee. Tell me some things. The referee's decision is final. But he can change his mind. Is that what you're going to tell me? But if he changes his mind, (laughs) obviously that first decision wasn't the final one. Right? I mean, if you you have a one and a two, you can't say number one was final and it should have stopped at one. There was a two. Why why didn't... When exactly is instant replay ref okay in wrestling, ref? Um, so referee Rob, the referee Rob segment on this year's Shake Them Ropes. So here's where I fall on that. Uh, there's a grenade. I fall on it. <laughs> Everyone else is safe. <laughs> it was just some interesting old school carny stuff to do to yeah. the dusty finish here. It was interesting. <laughs> there I don't was, know if it worked, but it right. was interesting. There was an end to it. They had to figure out how to get there, and they're like, oh, well, what the hell? I mean, the referee can change his mind. Who cares? But you know what I mean. I mean, a referee makes a decision. He can change his own decision. It's not like someone else can change it for him, but but if he changes it, that's fine. It's not It's oh, not I, final. I liked, you know, I liked the progression of Jason Jordan a little bit on Raw. It just seemed odd for, uh, I think Seth Rollins kind of hurt it more than helped at times. With the, I came here to see you lose. Well, you're you're a heck of a partner, Seth. Thanks. Well, they're um, still not best friends, right? No, I mean, they can no, heckle they're, each they're, other. They're doing the uneasy tag partner, well, given, we've, which, which is tried and true. Correct. We, we have fully uh, moved on from uh, Cesaro and Sheamus being feuding tag partners and getting and ribbing each other to a cohesive unit. So now the, the time is new again for two other partners to be doing that early stages. And then two years from now, Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins will be a cohesive unit. And we'll see two other guys team together forcefully and not be exactly on the same page. Um, probably not oh, two years though. Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins won't be a team for two years. I, I yeah. highly doubt that one. I, I loved Samoa Joe this week. I think Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. It's so fascinating to me at the beginning of 2018, you look back and two guys who were, linchpins of TNA are basically carrying these shows in terms of being interesting. They are uh, Samoa Joe not carrying raw as much as AJ is carrying SmackDown. Cause AJ is certainly carrying SmackDown. Uh, carrying is the wrong term, but to me, Samoa Joe is the most interesting character he, on raw just because his promos yeah. overcome the terrible scripting. You could probably call him a pillar at this point, right? 
Yes, that's what I meant. Pillars. Yeah, you, I mean, he's certainly one of those, and Roman Reigns is another, and Braun Strowman's in that category. Uh, you, I guess you can put Brock in there just because he's the champion, but, I mean, he can miss two months of shows, and the shows do fine. Uh, yeah, he's not Kane, a big... Kane being a part of that three-way is kind of... Uh, no, nobody's excited for that. And then, what? Are, I mean, what are they doing with Braun having him talk so much? Why? That that just seemed weird to me this week that he's he's cutting promos on the mic, and and especially yeah, because he's about southern. That. Well, oh, he's uh, southern, and you know that Vince doesn't like. Well, not even just southern, southern because he doesn't sound that. I mean, he doesn't sound AJ Styles southern. Oh, I disagree. Really, you think so? I think with oh, yeah. with the menacing voice and everything, he doesn't he doesn't sound like that to me. He sounds. He kind of sounds like a character. You be my apron, or I'm gonna put fierce to you. Yeah, it sounds very All right. southern. I mean, Southern, yes, but uh, but monstrous at the same time. Still, yeah, it's, it's it was just weird that that he had a talking segment with Kane, and then he was cutting a promo live in front of the crowd, as if they were testing something. They want to see uh, well, you know, it's Heath Slater. I mean, well, they need to evolve Braun Strowman yeah. at this point. Well, try try yeah. something new. See if uh, see if he talks uh, and if. That can add another dimension to his character. It's just interesting. I, I, that's all. I'm, I'm picking up on interesting things that they're, yeah. they're doing. And it's like, okay, that that's something. I don't know. I don't see, again, I don't know if I watched Raw and there was a lot of, huh, uh, uh. You know, I, I liked I, like the inset promos. I like that they're doing promos to the camera again and doing the short Royal Rumble style promos. Mm-hmm. They just weren't scripted terribly well, but I liked that they're, they're trying it. I mean, man, hey. <laughs> Baron Corbin is very excited to be in the Royal Rumble. Very excited. He's very excited. Very, very excited. And you know, the Bailey Sasha ones on uh, on Ra- on Raw were <laughs> it, it was it was an effort. I'll put it that way. We currently have fourteen entrants into the women's Royal Rumble match. Pretty much everyone on both brands. Uh, Dana Brooke not yet announced uh, for this match. Nor is Alicia Fox. So. My my worst fears might be coming a reality, Jeff. I think we're going to get an Alicia Fox Dana Brooke get in match. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to know why we needed to de- re-debut Becky the way they did because she could have waited till the Rumble and gotten a great pop, and she's not going to be doing anything for the next three weeks, anyways, other than being Charlotte's friend, which is how they introduced her here after her time off, which made her not special at all. It's it's amazing to me that that they just brought Becky back just to get a quick pop, and then she's gonna be right back where she was before she left. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Seems obvious to me. They just don't see Becky Lynch as being a top of the division wrestler. That's amazing. Um, they just don't see that with her. Uh, but I, I was bringing up the number of entrants in the Royal Rumble because there's 14 30. on the women's side. Uh, we are going to have 30 total entrants, so we are halfway there. There are going to be room for NXT uh, call-ups. Not necessarily full-time call-ups, but just call-ups for this event. There's going to be room for surprises, whether it's you know crazy surprises like the Kelly Kellys and the Karmas of the world, or the more basic surprises like, uh, I would call Trish Stratus more of a basic surprise, someone that I think a lot of people are expecting to possibly see. Uh, on the uh, On the men's side. We have six of the 30. Right now, there are two Raw guys, three SmackDown guys, and free agent John Cena. John Cena, the big name announced there. 
I know uh, I, I want to get your thoughts on this, Jeff, because I saw a lot on my timeline. When John Cena was announced, a lot of people saying, well, there you go. He's our winner of the Royal Rumble. John Cena's winning this match. Uh, I don't see John Cena. We talked about how he no longer is a big pillar of WWE. The guy is more part-time now than he is around. Uh, I don't know about any more title runs coming his way. I don't know about any more WrestleMania main events coming his way. And he hasn't main evented at WrestleMania in a long time. Do you see John Cena as a candidate to win this Royal Rumble? As a candidate? Yes. Will he? I don't think so. I, I really don't. I don't think, you know, unless he, he forgoes the title opportunity for a chance at, say, The Undertaker at Mania. I could see that, but I don't, I don't think he's winning this. I would agree. I, I don't think John Cena is a big candidate to win, and I was honestly surprised at, uh, at the number of people. You know, my, my pick right now, if I had to make a pick, is Shinsuke Nakamura. I think they're doing Shinsuke and AJ at WrestleMania as the, the big wrestling match on the show. And then you'll have the big main event with Brock Lesnar as the true main event of WrestleMania. And then we'll see if Triple H is going to come back and wrestle. I mean, he's, he, he did a lot of wrestling in December. He did a lot of wrestling for him in the, uh, in the, third, or the fourth quarter of 2017. Could Triple H come back into a big match? I don't think you have to have John Cena in the main event. I like the idea of that John Cena-Undertaker match. If Undertaker is going to come back, that's the guy. It's John Cena and the Undertaker in a match. I just don't see John Cena as a big candidate to win this one. Well, see... I don't see Nakamura. See, it's weird because Nakamura is conspicuously off TV, which means they could be waiting to heat him up for that moment. I just don't see them having the faith in Nakamura to have him win. Well, I I can understand that point, too. But what they've been doing with this Royal Rumble, I mean, last year they had Randy Orton win out of nowhere so that he could take on Bray Wyatt, who, who wasn't even the champion at Royal Rumble. So you have your main storyline with Brock and you can give SmackDown the B storyline with the heat of the Royal Rumble winner. And I can see Shinsuke winning it because, I mean, on the Raw side, who's going to do? Roman Reigns is obvious and he won it the last time they were in Philadelphia. I don't see them doing that again. And you have the Elimination Chamber for the Raw side coming up in February. Roman Reigns could easily win a number one contendership match in the Elimination Chamber to get that well, WrestleMania main event. So who else who else wins on the SmackDown side? What's your main event for WrestleMania? Let me cut you off there because remember there's the five way rumored for February for the SmackDown crew. So you can always establish your main event or your SmackDown part of the event or your SmackDown title match for Mania then. And you could give John Cena the win at Rumble and he says his main event in a triple main event. You know how they do. Because remember, Bray Wyatt was a main event. Um, they could do John Cena Undertaker. For the championship? No, 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 no. It doesn't have to be a title match. Well, no, but it, what? I mean, how? If he wins the Royal Rumble, what does he lose the Elimination Chamber match? No, he, he says, the- he's, no he says, I don't want the title match. Well, that would be stupid. I want, I want Undertaker. That would be stupid. I, you, I agree, but they, you know, it's how they think sometimes. John Cena wins the uh, Rumble to forego a championship match when he's all about championships. That's a ludicrous idea. He he goes he goes he 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 all labels and goes where he feels like and he he feels at the titles he's done that so now the one thing he's never done is gone against the Undertaker at a WrestleMania and that's what he wants he wants to be the guy who actually retires him unlike Roman Reigns you know whatever I don't know you can do it. 
Uh, John Cena is the least likely person in the match to win. <laughs> you mean versus the surprises that they get or the geeks? Elias has a better shot to win the Royal Rumble than John Cena. The only one I would question right now would be Baron Corbin. Oh, Baron Corbin has no shot at that this. That guy has no shot. But but Jeff, he is very excited to be in very the excited. match. Very yes. excited. Uh, it, I mean, it, it worries me that Dana Brooke has not been announced for this match yet. <laughs> we've, we've expanded it and made it official that it's 30 women. So quick hits here. Is there a Bella in this match this year, in your opinion? Yeah, I think so. At least one, maybe two. How can you put Nikki Bella in this and not have her win? I mean, if that's what you want to do, you can have her win. You can have her be the surprise victory. I agree with you in theory, but I think if if anybody would have to be Brie, and I don't think after after having a kid that she's going to be ready to come back. I I was thinking, can, can they put Nikki Bella in here? I go... I don't understand how you put her in and not have her win. She has the same. There are certain people in here who, if they are in it, they have to win it. And she's one of three, in my opinion. Yeah. The other two being Ronda Rousey and uh, Stephanie McMahon. Oh, yeah. Stephanie. Yes. If she if she is in it, because I could see them going, well, what well, we have to use her to put, see. I think there's there's some weird. If I was. Tri- Hold on. There, there's somewhere. Let me let me talk this okay. out, and then you can you can help me clarify it. There's some weird triangle here of Oscar Rousey and Stephanie somewhere in here. I don't know how it happens. I don't know if Oscar is out of the Rumble and fighting Alexa at Rumble to get the title because of that match on Raw. I don't know if if Stephanie somehow enters the Rumble wins it or if Asuka enters it and wins it and Stephanie takes credit for the women's revolution kind of being a proxy for Asuka in a promo and then having Ronda maybe debut the day after the rumble saying hey I started all this I want a feud with her or whatever I don't know but it feels like all three of them are going to be involved in this angle somehow if I was writing a royal rumble for the women's side I would want Stephanie McMahon to be in there because you can go back to the raw where Stephanie announced the women's Royal rumble and she was in there and she was getting all the competitors excited. Those competitors weren't thinking that Stephanie might be in that match. You know, if Stephanie is in the match, their reactions a little bit different, right? Probably like, what are you doing? What are you, you're creating this match and then also announcing yourself as being in this match. That's a little wacky. So she got in this match. I'd book every single one of those women in the ring at that time to throw her out. She would be the big show of that match to me. That would be interesting to me. Right. I, I'd actually find that interesting. But And you know how they think. If someone is in the ring with a McMahon, mm-hmm. McMahons they are cower. stars. They cower. Well, not only that, well, that but, 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 but McMahons are stars, and they can use the McMahons to create, quote-unquote, new stars. So who do you use, Stephanie, to help create? The That's entire the division. Place. Like if, okay. if I'm if I'm pitching this I'll idea, I will I will buy that. If I'm pitching I this idea, Stephanie McMahon is in there, and she, the entire women's division, they're taking over that women's revolution from Stephanie. If the if the big criticism of Stephanie when she made that announcement on Raw was that she was overshadowing the division, that's that how the division awesome. gets it back. That would be great symbolism. Is by throwing out Stephanie. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that yeah. if, if, fact, if I if I get it. In fact, I'm adding that to my biggest booking disappointment of 2018 list. If if this <laughs> doesn't happen now, a wasted opportunity. 
Do you have an actual list? I would also I would also love the reactions. Like we're going to be live there in the building, so we won't be seeing the online reaction. But I would love the online reaction when Stephanie McMahon's music hits as number thirty in the women's Royal Rumble. I need you to have your phone on okay. and just videotaping me okay. that entire time. Yeah. And just just me gnashing my teeth going, oh, God, they're going to let her win. Or, oh, and then when all the women live there, me going, yes. Ah! I might you know, do that. I might do that, but I'll try to hide the uh, hide the phone so you can't see yeah, that I'm doing that. You don't want to be that jerk who's videotaping stuff while the show's going on. No, I want to watch the show. I want to watch the big yeah. match. I got, a, I got a big triple threat match on that show to look forward to and a fake triple threat in the form of a two-on-one handicap. Does this get turned into a triple threat? Yeah, it has to. I don't, I don't it, get how you can do a two-on-one. Like Daniel Bryan, they are trying to fully heal out at this point, and it's really still not going to work. I, but Philip, They're being so obtuse to right. the point where it's like everybody's like, all right, what's going on here? Because it's like Daniel Bryan is throwing out Shane and the audience doesn't know how to react anymore. They're like, what? what? Okay. And he books the two-on-one against the popular champion that everyone likes in AJ Styles. And then you're you're going to be in Philadelphia. And the three men in that ring are AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. That crowd is going to go nuts and you're giving them a two-on-one where they can't cheer for everybody. Let me tell you, if I, in a perfect world... We're booking this, and I had this ability to do this, which is almost virtually impossible. I would change this the night of, right before the match, into a tag match, and Daniel Bryan would be the partner of AJ Styles, and that would get over like Rover. But I don't think, I don't think he's can be cleared in the ring. No, and and you wouldn't do it as a surprise at the Royal Rumble. Daniel Bryan's return would have to be a pretty big thing too. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, this right now is the card for the Royal Rumble. We had some uh, some new ones announced on, uh, or this new one announced on SmackDown. You got AJ Styles defending the WWE title against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So in theory, if Owens and Zayn won, they would be co-world champions. Yes. One, one belt, two guys, co-world champions. One belt, two we have. They'd be, uh, they'd be like, lay cool. It'd yeah, be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be Chris Jericho and China again, right? They were the co-intercontinental champions. Oh my goodness, I forgot all about that. That's right. Uh, we have, um, who'd they beat, by the way? Was it Bob Holly? Yes. Yeah, they beat I Bob Holly so. for the co-intercontinental championship, right? Anyway, uh, United States Championship Tournament Final. Uh, you have the winner of Xavier Woods versus Jinder Mahal taking on the winner of Mojo Rawley and Zack Ryder versus Bobby Roode. So we are going to have a new United States Champion we have the 2018 Women's Royal Rumble match. We have the 2018 Men's Royal Rumble match. And the world, uh, the WWE Universal Championship is Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman versus Kane. Uh, they did Brock Lesnar versus Kane to main event uh, Raw. Not a match, but a, a promo battle between Paul Heyman and Kane and Brock Lesnar. Uh, they did get into it. The locker room cleared out and tried to protect both guys from each other. But you kept Braun Strowman kind of away from that uh, for the time being. So yeah, it's a triple threat. It's it's one of those Royal Rumble undercard matches that's just there to get Brock Lesnar through. I don't in any way envision Braun or Kane winning that match. In fact, I think both Brock and Braun will probably destroy Kane, and that'll be the last we see of Kane for a little bit. Um, that's That's another one of those leaps in logic I just can't get with every time they do it. 
Why is the locker room clearing out to keep Brock from killing a dude? Or to keep Kane from killing a dude? What do you care? If it's someone that kills the champ, you might get put in that tournament, Kurt Hawkins. Also, poor Finn Balor. Finn Balor, uh, I mean, the pro for you is that you're teaming with your boys again. The con for you is that you are now one of the geeks who runs out to clear out the ring. Not, Not only that, you're teaming with your boys again, and all they can do is allude to them as one of the best factions in sports entertainment, but we can't call them by name, and we can't refer to their history at all. Enjoy Wrestle Kingdom, everybody. <laughs> they were popular in Japan. It's all you need to know, Michael Cole says. That's what they should call that. They should call that big, <laughs> in J- big, big in Japan. There it is. Popular in Japan. Or popular in Japan. Either one. That'd be even, that'd be even worse. Either be, one. <laughs> it's like, oh, big in Japan sounds like a common statement. Let's call it popular in Japan and then trademark it. Pidge. I hope that's not a thing. Because we're <laughs> we're trademarking it. Uh, those are your five matches announced, and that's probably it. Um, I thought we might see Asuka versus Alexa Bliss added. We could we could see that on a four hour Royal Rumble match uh, show. Uh, but yeah, and maybe that's your way of getting Asuka out of the battle royal. If your plan is not to have her win and just give her the title match, maybe she wins the championship at the Royal Rumble and then goes up against someone. Although if they do Alexa Bliss versus Asuka and Asuka wins that match. I would double down on Ronda Rousey coming out and winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I, I would too. Although, you know, you keep hearing, well, maybe it's going to be Rousey and Charlotte. I'm like, well, what do they then use Oscar as a, a, you know, she beats the raw champ and then goes after SmackDown. Or, well, I mean, Ronda would win the Royal Rumble, go after Charlotte. You can do whatever you want on the raw side. Right. But, to be right. At all. But, Right, but they've 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 laid that groundwork for an Oscar feud over the arm bar. Do they do they basically have Rousey beat yeah. one night? Yeah, and that's why I think that you would do Oscar Rousey because you have the built-in excuse an to have a short yeah. match. Yeah, you can do a short match based on the arm bar. You can have a one-minute victory from Rousey. You can have a. I mean, Oscar probably wouldn't win against Ronda Rousey, although she probably should. Why why invest and make Rousey a big star when you can Rousey's already a big star. You can have Oscar win and make her your Ronda Rousey, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, and we're probably getting too far ahead of ourselves because I wonder the chances really that Ronda even shows up. That's true. It's I think it's fifty fifty still. I, I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna watch her and go, yeah, she's ready to be in a match in the ring one on one. We may need to do the horse women horse women thing or whatever. You can do that. Yep. We do have a main event for NXT Philly. We uh, do. It is Mr. Jonathan Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas for the NXT one, Championship. One Johnny Wrestling, yes. That's uh, mm, that's tasty. I like that. I like that match quite a bit. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa <laughs> is uh, is getting close to that eight, nine-month uh, return period from when he Holy was Holy mackerel! They're, 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 why is he on social media right now? Why? It is weird, right? Oh, like he was gone, he was God. out of everyone's purview, and then all of a sudden he's he, he's coming back. I mean, he's been tweeting every once in a while. That's not different. Yeah, but the Happy New Year and then the Bobby Roode gym pick, it's like, no. Well, the Happy New Year was away. great. I love the Happy New Year because that's yeah, super ominous or ominous. I like that. Yeah. But Bobby Roode just showing him in the pictures, yeah, I mean, it's almost like people were, you know, told, "Hey, let's get Tommaso Champa back out there. Like we need to remind ourselves 
of Tommaso Ciampa. I think everyone will be quite all right when he shows up for the first time. They'll remember who he was. They'll remember why he's battling Johnny Gargano. They'll remember why he's trying to take his knee out. They'll remember. You don't have to put it on social media for two months straight before it happens, especially if it does happen in Philadelphia. It wasn't that long ago, guys. We remember. I mean, Christ. (laughs) We remember who John Cena is, and he's been out longer. We'll be fine with Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, Mixed match challenge. We have two teams announced so far. The uh, the event starts on January 16th on Facebook Watch. We have Charlotte and Bobby Roode teaming up. And on the Raw side, we have Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss teaming up. What do you think about mm-hmm. those teams? I, I called this Alexa Bliss Braun Strowman. They wanted that visual so bad of the short, of the smallest person and the biggest person. Okay, so 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 answer this for me because they weren't sure. Are these taped or are these live after the events on Facebook? Uh, it seems like these are going to be live. Okay, then why does Enzo have to be gone That's, from this because he has the flu I was, four weeks beforehand? I Yeah, it's very, I mean, it's two weeks. I, and if they think that he might not be ready yet, I don't know. Or they just wanted him out and they're using this as an excuse. It, it's very strange to me. Because, yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, they could be taping this, but they didn't tape any of that on Raw this week when he was gone. Enzo could be back. I mean, hell, Enzo has to main event the uh, the 205 Live Tour that's right. happening around the same time. Let's see. When is January 16th, 2018? Uh, that is a... 13 days from today. Yeah, but what day? Like, what day is it? So it's so it's two weeks from yesterday. It's so a Tuesday. it would be a Tuesday. It's yes. a Tuesday. It's happening on a Tuesday. The same night as two hundred five live. The weekend mm-hmm. before the two hundred five live tour. He could easily be here. He doesn't even yes. have to wrestle on that very first show. You're not having everyone wrestle on the very first show. I don't get why they had to remove him and use that excuse of the flu. Because if the excuse is that he can't be on the team anymore because of the flu, then he can't be on the two hundred five live tour main eventing. Like, if that's actually going to keep him out. Unless the idea is that he's not ready, he can't train with his partner, like, he can't practice. And that's why, it, to to have the integrity of the division and have fairness for everybody, we have to have a new partner found. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, hold on. We're going to have we're gonna have continuity and, and depth in these types of stories as opposed I, to slapdash thinking? I believe I just gave it to you. Oh, good lord. And I think we've had a couple teams alluded to that are probably going to be probable. I think we're getting Asuka and Goldust, which is an interesting interaction from backstage. And then Carmella and whoever the member of the New Day is that's in this thing. Yeah, well, the the New Day is in the final fan poll. Like, it's the, what is it, the Major League Baseball All-Star game? Like, you have final oh, you participants. Oh, you get to vote in you the get last person? Yeah, because the uh, the third, or the final member of the SmackDown side of the roster will be one of the members of New Day, whichever one wins oh. a vote. Samoa Joe is in the final vote for the Raw side. Can we do, can we do a write-in vote for James Ellsworth? Nope. <laughs> I believe we cannot. Uh, oh, so, 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 so Samoa Joe is in there to possibly have someone hold his towel? Yeah, and another thing is too, Enzo Amore, <laughs> they haven't announced his replacement yet, as far as I know. No. Like, we just had Kurt Angle tweet that he has to change it. Uh, so maybe Enzo ends up staying in the tournament because Enzo and Naya is seemingly the team you would go with. Now Naya would have to go with someone else. That'd be, you know, interesting if she went with uh, with Elias, who's in the final vote. 
You could do Samoa Joe. How badass would a team be if it was Samoa Joe and Nia Jax? Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander is not in the tournament. No, but he could be the replacement. Uh, there you go. Yeah, whoever the uh, Cruiserweight champion is. But at the same time, you have to beat Enzo. Yeah, whoever, well, or whoever Enzo is feuding with. And then, oh, you got eyes for my girl? I'm going to, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know what's going on uh, with that. It seems like I, I'm not paying too much attention to it because it does start in two weeks and they're making all these announcements on social media. I'll just... I'll figure out who the teams are when the uh, when the thing starts, right? Are you are you watching this? Oh, for sure. Really? Oh yeah. Do, I mean, probably not live. To, hold on. Do I have to watch it? <laughs> well, no, you'll be busy taping some other show. Yeah, probably. It's happening Tuesday nights at ten o'clock, I believe. Um, ah. So yeah, I mean that's uh, that's not going to happen for you. I, we can watch uh, we can watch tape versions, maybe. I mean, it's not going to be very long. I think it's a half an hour. It's not going to be much okay. at all. I thought it was I thought it was an hour show for some reason. No, because they still got to do two o five live afterwards. It's on the same yeah, night. True. true. It's a lot true, going true. on on those SmackDown tapings. A lot going on. Uh, so that's your mixed match challenge. Uh, again, something that Dana Brooke isn't involved in. I don't believe. I don't believe she's on there. No. Uh, let's see. We got Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Oscar and Alicia Fox. How, how good of a statistician do you think that Dana Brooke is? Do you think she's good at math? Yeah, I think she's excellent. Okay. I think she's a, uh, she's going to bring Titus brand to a whole she, new level. She has a nice Alexander York feel to her. Doesn't she? It was cool that Terry Reynolds, uh, noted that on Twitter. I believe it oh, was either she? today or yesterday. Okay. Yeah. I missed that. I, there, there are two. Okay. Then that makes two nice things on Twitter that I liked as well, because as soon as, uh, as soon as that U S title tournament match ended, there was a video on Twitter Five seconds of Cedric Alexander and 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 uh, Xavier Woods, where Cedric Alexander goes, nah, it's okay, I approved it because Xavier Woods did kind of a uh, a uh, what does he call his the, finisher? The uh, lumbar check. Lung blow, the lumbar check. He kind of did a lumbar check, and Cedric Alexander goes, nah, it's cool, guys. I I I gave approval. It's like if, okay, I like that. If Thank a you. move is that great, why wouldn't everyone? You why doesn't everyone do the stunner? <laughs> I mean, really, Disco Inferno I, won matches with this thing. Steve Austin won every single match with this thing. Why the why hell wouldn't it, you do the stunner? Why are we keeping it sacred when Austin's never coming back? Let's have somebody else do a stunner. That is funny how that's like the one move that no one's taken yet, right? I mean, everyone does every single move. Rock bottom. Uh, I mean, it's still out there. Yeah, but The Rock still comes back. Like, The Rock has okay. the chance to come back. Like, you're not going to take John Cena's move just because he's gone for three months, right? That, that, I would. But, but Steve no. Austin's been gone <laughs> since 2003. Yeah. Take the damn move already. Someone. Uh-huh. Someone take the damn move. It's the best move ever. It's going to win you all of the championships. Why the fuck, if you're Drew Gulak <laughs> and don't want to go off the top ropes, the stunner is perfect for you. The power, we'll call it the PowerPoint presentation. And and there you go. New boom period. Just call it the grounding or something. I don't know. You're just, yeah. Whatever. Just use that move. In fact, if Drew Gulak doesn't start using the stunner, I'm going to start thinking wrestling's predetermined. I'm going to go for a pile driver and hope that somebody. <laughs> and they can't use that one. But the stunner's safe. I mean, I, don't, I just don't get why no one's using the stunner. Has anyone thought about, like, is everyone just so reverent 
of Steve Austin that they don't even want to go up. Hey, hey, uh, do you think I can use the stunner? Fuck. I mean, Seth Rollins was using the pedigree and I get it. It was part of a storyline with Triple H and he's not using it anymore, which sucks. He should have kept using it. But all these moves get taken. All of them. Gable, Braun Strowman Gable, uses the choke slam. Gable and Benjamin did a nice version of uh, uh, a modified version of the powerplex from Power and Glory. I yeah. thought that was great this week. Why is it the stunner is the move that no one's taken? And I get no, I no one would want to use a lame move like the leg drop. Mm. Not using Hogan's finisher because it's a leg drop. No one cares. <laughs> but the stunner. Someone start using the stunner. And not someone lame. Someone who might actually be using it for a while. Like, I don't want fucking TJP to start using the stunner. It would be a waste of the stunner. Uh, what else in WWE, Jeff, do you have? Um, that's about it for, for day-to-day WWE. I, I want to address this, uh, the, the Shake Them Ropes Theater thing. Okay, go for it. I, I decided, I, you know what? It was a great idea to do, to do that sketch. But I remember last time we tried to do Vince McMahon... It's hard. Well, we got the lapsed fan fan base down our throat saying we're trying to glom their gimmick. And look, I like sorrow and, and Jack. I don't want to, I don't want to tread on their thing. So I do bad impressions of other people. <laughs> so as to not be confused with trying to do actual impressions of people like Vince McMahon. Okay. So I, while it was a great idea, because I'm, I'm not going to There's There's only one person out there who does a fake limited Vince. Oh, oh, that's true. Bruce Pritchard does. Like what? We're Damn stealing it. the gimmick because we're trying to pretend to be Vince. How ridiculous <laughs> well, is that? Well, and also the XFL is never coming back. So we don't the XFL is never coming back, everybody. Except it's probably coming back. It's not coming back, Rob. All right. It's hey. Not. Yeah. Hey, January twenty fifth. Oh, I'm gonna have such a field day that day when it doesn't get announced because this fucking guy. You got this Brad Shepard guy out there on Twitter who is just, so he's the only one who will report a DM that every fucking person in this world got that the XFL is coming back. Does no research behind it. Let's put these F-bombs. I don't know. Um, Okay. I should stop drinking. Uh, Uh, Anyway, (laughs) he's out there. The XFL is coming back and the announcement is going to be made on January 25th. End of story. Nothing else. Then David Bixenspan, Deadspin, goes out there and does actual research. Goes and finds the trademark applications from Alpha Entertainment. Finds that Alpha Entertainment is is Vince McMahon's company. Gets the gets the quote from WWE. Does actual reporting, none of which states that an announcement will be made that the XFL is returning. Which was the only thing Brad Shepard went out and said. And now Brad Shepard, mm. every single tweet since that, this guy's trying to go out there taking credit for breaking the XFL story. An XFL story, by the way, that has not happened yet and may not happen. It may not be called the XFL. Vince McMahon may not actually go into football. Maybe he's he's getting the groundwork laid if he decides to go into football. But you think we're going to have that quick a turnaround that an XFL return is coming and that we're going to get an actual league this year? Come on. Be real. So I am going to laugh my ass off when the XFL does not come back and there is no announcement made on the 25th. And this guy was out here for one month trying to get everyone to look at him at this great breaking story that he did no work on that David Bixenspan has done all the actual work on. I will laugh and I will tag Bix in it. 
Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, what are you looking forward to most? Wrestle Kingdom 12. I am looking forward to seeing how awkward Cody Rhodes is with Kota Ibushi. Because I, I guarantee you Kota, Cody Rhodes is out there trying to think of all these amazing spots that he can do with Kota Ibushi. And Kota Ibushi yeah. will run circles around him. And Cody Rhodes will do like one or two half flips and think like he's keeping up with Kota Ibushi. And it's not going to work. Yeah, I have an interesting uh, thought. I think after, after Bola, after the G1, which I think Cody will probably be in, and after this 10,000 seat thing, He's back in the WWE. Yeah, run through the goals uh, and then make the money again. And the wife has, yeah, okay. There, 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 there are certain lifestyles that that need to be met, and I think, I think the money will. Well, uh, I mean, he's making good money. I now, mean, yeah, no, me let's wrong. not let's not kid ourselves. Cody Rhodes is doing okay for himself on the indies. Oh yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. he's one. He's probably him and the Young Bucks. I mean, they're living the gimmick. They're probably the most money making indie stars out there. Um, if you can call him an indie star, he's got a contract with New Japan. He's got a contract with the Ring of Honor. He's a contracted talent. Like he knows where his money is coming every month. Cody Rhodes beats Kota Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom. That's I would imagine so. I would imagine so. Yeah. Uh, Cody versus Kota Ibushi. Um, singles match not for the Ring of Honor Championship because spoiler alert: Cody isn't the Ring of Honor Champion anymore. That's Dalton Castle in Ring of Honor World. Uh, so mm-hmm. this is just a singles match. Um, and yeah, I mean. It's going to be a Cody Rhodes match with a guy who outclasses him very well in the ring. And it's not anything against Cody. Cody's done a great job keeping his name as a big time talent out there. Um, but he doesn't deliver that way in the ring. It's just the way it is. I will ask you this because it's WWE related in a way. Are we. How, how can I phrase this? Last year after the Omega Okada match, we were all absolutely gobsmacked and it was the talk we we're basically saying match of the year it happened mm-hmm. especially because of that yeah. table spot and, and people will be saying that this year too with Nido and Okada Are, okay will there be because we always have or at least the past three or four years we've had two matches on this show where we're just like oh my god you know the, either one of these could be match of the year is there as much buzz for a Chris Jericho Omega style brawl as say an AJ Styles Nakamura match or, 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 you know, Omega Okada. Are we, are we, are we as geeked to talk about that as we are? Well, Naito and Okada. Naito and Okada is the match. At the at the, at the end of the show, are, are we as geeked to talk about Omega and Jericho as we are that match? No, unless they pull out something it's, crazy. Because it's because it's it's wrong to say will we be talking about it as a great match in the same vein because I think the standards will be different. But will there be as much buzz about the Jericho Omega match as the Naito Okada match? No. And what there oh. is, I, there will be a lot of it, I feel. And it will be okay. different. It will be different. We're going to be talking about whatever spot Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho pull off. We're going to be talking about probably the result like what happens because Chris Jericho might win this Jericho's thing. winning. He's winning it. He could win this thing. All right. Uh, so there's intrigue there. There's definitely intrigue for Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho. It is a different type of match where I think the buzz is, is the fact that fuck Chris Jericho is in new Japan. It's the first time he's wrestled outside of WWE since 1999. It's a long time. 
So there is some intrigue here. Uh, um, obviously, Okada Naito is the main event. That's going to be the match everyone's buzzing about afterwards. I think Jay White and Hiroshi Tanahashi is going to surprise some people. Um, okay. I, I need Jay White to cut that hair, though. I mean, when yeah. every single bump he takes, he has to go to the hair and swipe it you know, sideways. just takes me out of it. I'm sick of Jay White's hair. Okay, As bald men, I think we both can agree on this, yes. Sick of Jay White's hair. Already. <laughs> but the character? Cool. Jay White? Awesome. Love Jay White. All right? Hiroshi Tanahashi Jay White's going to be awesome. Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho will be awesome for different reasons. It'll also bring a lot of eyeballs. We talked about this on the show, what, two months ago when this match was announced about how, you know, I got into Ring of Honor because of Jeff Hardy and Raven. You know, sometimes I got into WWE because Jeff Jarrett moved from WCW to WWE. Like, it's a surprise. Sometimes it takes that. Like, hey, this guy in a promotion I follow is now somewhere else. Let me see what's going on over there. This is a big move. And I tend to think Jericho will be on that Long Beach show in March. Be on the Long Beach show? I mean, hell, I could see him on the Long Beach show and at the Royal Rumble. Chris Jericho's music hits when we're in Philly. People are going insane because no one expects to see him there. So that would be something, especially if he's the IWGP US champion. Um, mm. You have a four-way for the light heavyweight championship, junior heavyweight championship, Marty Skrull, Hiromu Takahashi, Kushida, and Will Ospreay. Uh, that'll be insane. It'll be insane. I love that. That'll be great. Uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Hiroki Goto. Uh, singles match for the Never Championship. Now this one. This one, sir. This is- one's going to be... Bad men doing bad things to each other. I'm going to love it. What I wanted to ask you, this is, you are right, bad men doing bad things. Is this going to look too similar to Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho? Yes. It's going to be a, well, no, well, yeah, because both are going to be fights. And they're going to be hard-hitting type of things as opposed to... More brawl than a match. And I wonder, will Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho pull out kind of that hybrid where... They do some great mat wrestling early. Chris Jericho tries to keep up. Chris Jericho maybe gets a little frustrated, and that's when the attacking and the brawling comes in. Or will they just go brawling right away? If Jericho Omega starts with a lockup, I'll be disappointed. Yeah, you can't lock up after after what they've been doing. It's a blood feud. It's a blood feud. If you lock up, I will... I'll eat Rob's hat. (laughs) Former WWE stars Davey Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer, the Killer Elite Squad are defending their championships of the tag team world against Evil and Sonata. This is going to be a title change. Give me this Evil and Sonata team. Yeah, it's going to be a big night for uh, Los Ingobernables Japan, I think. I mean, they are are what the Bullet Club were two years ago. They are now the hot new thing. Give them the belts and push them. And what is going to be interesting here now is... I, I believe you have Evil and Sonata win this, and I believe that you will have Takahashi win the junior heavyweight title. I wonder if that gives people more pause to Tetsuya Naito winning the world title. Like, are they actually going to have everyone in Los Ingobernables win the championship on this show? Are they going to have everyone walk away as champion? And then they're going to be a horseman-like group. Maybe. I think Naito wins. I think Naito wins regardless. I wouldn't be shocked if Takahashi wins. I, I, I think the one pause I would have is that, yes, uh, the least confident I am on someone winning the match would be that junior heavyweight four-way. I don't know. Yes. Anyone could walk yeah. out with that title. Um, right. Cody Rhodes, Kota Ibushi, uh, Cody Rhodes is winning that match. Uh, and Yo, Rapongi 3K going up against the Young Bucks, defending the titles against the Young Bucks. Uh, I think they win. I think on the big stage, their first time at Wrestle Kingdom in this tag team clash, uh, I think and Yo are getting the big win. 
I think they should, but I think in order to push the Mark show in Long Beach, I think the Bucks are going to win. And then your boy, a gauntlet match for the never open weight six man tag team titles. Your boy, Toru Yano. The greatest wrestler alive, yes. He's teaming up with Tomohiro Ishii and former yes. WWE star Beretta, the former Trent Beretta. Uh, Trent? That's right. <laughs> That's right. They're going up against the Bullet Club, Michael Elgin and War Machine, Suzuki Goon, and Taguchi Japan in a gauntlet match. Let, let me tell you something. The sight of this match, the attraction of this match, it's going to be seeing if War Machine and Elgin, how they communicate. With they don't like another. each other. They don't like each other a lot. Uh, this is also the uh, goodbye. I mean, they're going to wrestle the next night at New Year's Dash, but this is the goodbye to War Machine. As yes, War Machine, exactly. War Machine is on their way to WWE. Um, I think, the, I think, I think, uh, Chaos retains. Yeah. Um, well, Chaos isn't the champions right now. The champions are the Bullet Club. Oh, I think Chaos oh, wins. Right. Oh, I think Chaos wins. Then, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But anyone could win. Taguchi Japan might win. Juice Robinson, former WWE star, CJ Parker. This card is riddled with former WWE wrestlers. If you want to know why on Shake Them Ropes, we're talking about Wrestle Kingdom. 12. It is the biggest show in Japan. It's the biggest New Japan show of the year. It is New Japan's WrestleMania, if you will. And it's got so many WWE guys in this. If you are unfamiliar with New Japan, you can check it out. New Japan World. NJPWWorld.com For less than 10 bucks US, you can watch this show and get a full month. It's like WWE Network for New Japan. You get this big show and you're going to see Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. You're going to see former ROH uh, wrestler and current New Japan rising star Jay White. You can see Cody Rhodes versus Cody Ibushi. You can see the Young Bucks versus Rapongi 3K. You'll see Juice Robinson. You'll see Camacho Tangaloa. You'll see Trent Beretta. You're going to see a lot of WWE guys on this show if you've never watched New Japan before. And if you are intimidated by chance or you don't know anything about New Japan, you want to learn more, it just so happens we are part of a network that not only has great podcasts, because I highly recommend the flagship podcast breakdown of this show. It was fantastic. But Voices of Wrestling also just came out with an ebook about New Japan, just in time for Wrestle Kingdom, that you can pay what you want and download for your Kindle, your various devices, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, over on Amazon. Now, if I can just figure out what promotion Michael Cole was talking about with Finn Balor, Carl Anderson, and Doc Gallows. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.